this parashas uh, Dvarim and, and the Shabbos Chazayin, I want to actually speak about a very interesting kinnah. This is a kinnah that we say on Matzah Shabbos, we're going to say it the night of Tisha B'Av, but it's a kinnah we only say this year, which means a year that Tisha B'Av falls out on Matzah Shabbos. We don't say it any other uh, other years. It's only when it falls out on Matzah Shabbos we say it. And I feel that this kinnah, if we understand what it's trying to say, it sheds light on the unique uh, uniqueness of Tisha B'Av on Shabbos, what that is supposed to mean, and Tisha B'Av fall coming out pretty pushed off to Sunday, and how we actually should approach Tisha B'Av a little differently this year, with a different mindset, and it, it'll help us understand how to mourn. The kinna begins like this, Eich mi pi ben ubas. How is it possible that it was removed from the mouths of men and women? Hagais kinim rabbis, and instead we will utter many kinnas, Tumur shirim v'chedras, in, in place of saying zmirais and being happy, Vihinoyam nishbas b'matzah Shabbos. Saying vihinoyam, that's that pasuk etehelam. Vihinoyam Hashem alakeno aleinu. That whole pasuk was omitted, was abolished on this matzah Shabbos, which is Tisha B'av. So the kinna, and this it goes on for about four stanzas like this, is lamenting, seemingly, the fact that on matzah Shabbos, which is Tisha B'av, we don't say vihinoyam. Now, what is this referring to? In Shul. In uh, Matzah Shabbos, every week, we say, after we damage Manasrei, before we say Aleinu, we say, Vihinayam Hashem Alekeinu Aleinu, Amas Yedeinu Koinu Aleinu. And then we say, Yeshe Beseser, which is the, 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 the capital in Tehillim, which immediately follows it, and then we say, Uvalitzian. But we say, we start with that Pasuk, Vihinayam Hashem Alekeinu Aleinu, what does that Pasuk mean? Vihinayam Hashem Alekeinu Aleinu, may, may the sweetness of Hashem rest upon us, and our what we do, what we try to accomplish, should be established, should work, should, should be uh, successful. And that's how we begin our week, with that Pasuk. And on Tisha B'Av, we don't say it. And this whole kina is lamenting the fact that we're not saying that Pasuk this week, this year, because Tisha B'Av is on Matzah Shabbos. Now it seems interesting that that's like so important to make, write a whole kina about that we're just skipping that Pasuk of Hinayim Hashem Alekeinu Aleinu on Matzah Shabbos. Why is that a reason to write a whole kina? So actually, what is the reason why we don't say Hinayim this Matzah Shabbos? And there are three reasons given, and it's just fascinating because this... Uh, this custom of saying Vihinayam apparently is a very, very early custom, the early Rishayim, the Balai Taisvais, they already talk about it. And one, each one of these reasons why we don't say Vihinayam is a very, very meaningful reason. And it's also, they all kind of point towards the same underlying understanding. So the first reason is given by the Samak. And he says that this Pasuk, Vihinayam Hashem Alekeinu, you know who said this Pasuk? Moshe Rabbeinu said it. When did Moshe Rabbeinu say this Pasuk? He said it when Klai Yisrael built the Mishkan. So they completed the Mishkan. And then they needed that Hashem Shechina should come down and rest and, and, and uh, dwell in the Mishkan and should take, take its place in the Mishkan. So Moshe Rabbeinu gave them a bracha and he davened the tefillah. May the sweetness, meaning the Shechina of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, be, be a, uh, upon us. And your handiwork, the, the Mishkan, should, should be established. It should be successful 
to be a place of dwelling for the Shekhinah. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu said. That was the bracha he gave Klai Yisrael, and that was a tefillah that he made, he said. So he says the smack, how could we possibly say this Pasuk on Tishabav? Tishabav is the day that the Beis HaMikdash, the dwelling of a Kaddish Baruch Hu that we created, we destroyed, so to speak, through our sins, and caused that the Shekhinah departed from us. We don't have Hinoyim Hashem Aleikein anymore. So that's why we don't say it on Matzah Shabbos. The second reason that we don't say it is given by the Lavush, and he says that you can't call Tisha B'Av Ne'imus. You can't say, May the sweetness be upon us. It's the bitterest day of the year. We can't refer to it as sweet. And the last, the third reason is given by the Gra. And also, he says, the reason is, is because really what we're doing is, is we're trying to give blessing, bracha, towards all the work, all the parnasa, everything we're going to do in the coming week. It should be successful, it should yield fruit, it should, be, it should accomplish what we needed to accomplish. That's what we're asking for. But he says on Tisha B'av, we don't work. We treat it kind of like a yantiv, and if you have to work, you do the minimal possible. Certainly, says you don't do anything. So there's no working on Tisha B'av, so we don't, can't really give a blessing, we can't really talk about the work that's coming upon us this coming week. Now each one of these reasons give us an insight both into Shabbos Tisha B'Av, Tisha B'Av on Shabbos, and Tisha B'Av itself. Let's begin with the smack. It says this Pasuk was said by Moshe Rabbeinu when the Mishkan was completed. So why do we say it then on Masah Shabbos? The reason is because we want the same blessing for ourselves. We want the Shekhinah to rest upon us and all that we're going to do this week. Why? Because without the Shekhinah, without the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, without the Hashra'as HaShekhinah, there won't be any blessing. And there won't be any success, and there won't be any growth. There won't be any Simen Bracha, there won't be any positivity, there won't be any Siyat HaDishmaya. Nothing will be accomplished. That's why we, we ask, and we daven, and we pray that the Shekhinah should rest upon everything that we're going to try to accomplish in the coming week. And that's why it's so important that we don't say it on Tisha B'Av, because we're trying to drive home that very self-same point, that when the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, and the Shekhinah departed from its permanent dwelling, and instead it's in Golis, and it's hidden, and we only have a little iota of what it was, we can only benefit a tiny drop of what we previously had, and we actually don't have that bracha and that blessing and all that came along with the Shekhinah when it was in its full glory in the Beis HaMikdash. That's why it's so important to recognize that we can't say it. But in addition, there's more to it than that. It's, it goes deeper. We say this typically on Matzah Shabbos because the great Kedusha that Shabbos ushered into our homes, this Kedusha, and it comes on the Shabbos of Tisha B'Av as well, the Kedusha of Shabbos always comes. Nothing can limit the Kedusha of Shabbos. But on Matzah Shabbos, typically, we still have the glow of Kedusha Shabbos upon us. We still sing Zmiris, we keep our Shabbos clothing on, we have a Malava Malka, we celebrate Shabbos, we, we, we escort the Shabbos so that it, we make that connection. It's a very important time, Matzah Shabbos. It makes a connection between Shabbos and it brings it into the weekday so that we can have the Kedusha and the Sanctity and the Shechina and everything that Shabbos offers us in the weekday as well. But when Tisha B'Av is Matzah Shabbos, it's banished. We can't. That connection is broken, and we can't bring Shabbos into Matzah Shabbos. It stops, and it stops with Shabbos as well. We can't access the Shekhinah of Shabbos after Shabbos on this Matzah Shabbos. And that gives us insight into the depth of the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash that the Charbon brought about. 
And that's what we're mourning about in this, that's what we're lamenting about in this kina. We're saying that typically there's shirim v'chedvas. On a regular Matzah Shabbos, there's miris, there's happiness, there's a malava malka, there's big day Shabbos. This Matzah Shabbos, there isn't. And there's that, that dramatic difference that we're trying to emphasize. The Shem Yishmuel says a fascinating thing. He says the Charbon itself, the year of the Charbon, it actually was on Matzah Shabbos. That is when the Charbon happened. Now, now Tisha B'Av is on, uh, is, is on Shabbos, and that year Tisha B'Av was Sunday. So the Charbon actually happened on a month, began on a Matzah Shabbos. And that is another reason actually given why we don't say Vihinayam, because the Charbon actually began on Matzah Shabbos. And he explains that it happened Matzah Shabbos because it couldn't happen on Shabbos. It was, had to wait until Matzah Shabbos to happen. Why? He explains the Charbon essentially is Midas Harachamim. He gives a remez to that, the fact that Chodesh Av is Aleph Beis. It's Aleph Beis in order. Tishrei is actually backwards, right? Taf Shin Reish, it's the Aleph Beis backwards. He says Aleph Beis backwards always signifies Din. Aleph Beis forward, clear clarity, always signifies Rachamim. Av, he says, is the greatest Midas Harachamim. It's the greatest Midas Harachamim. He says what HaKadosh Baruch Hu did was essentially, so to speak, the hardest thing for him. The hardest, the same way he gives a muscle as a, a father or a mother that has to give medicine that, that a child hates and that gives, has painful side effects. And it puts the child through a lot of suffering. But we do it because we have the goal in mind. It's a big, more important that the child should be healed than the, the immediate suffering that they have to go through. And it's, it's actually tremendous Rahmanas. It takes a lot of uh, effort and to overcome and to do it and to force yourself to do that, to give it to a child, even though we hate to see our child suffer. And that is the greatest Rahmanas. But it's a Rahmanas that's mulubash. It's a Rahmanas that's cloaked. It looks, doesn't see, feel like Rahmanas and it doesn't look like Rahmanas. It looks like, like suffering. It looks like pain. It looks me as I did, but that's not what it actually is. But he says that's on a weekday. On Shabbos, there are no cloaks. On Shabbos, there are of Shabbos, the clarity of Shabbos, it doesn't allow for that. On Shabbos, if there's Rahmanis, it's clear, it's open, it's, it's direct. And, uh, and therefore, he says, there could not be a Charbon on Shabbos. That is not something that's possible. And that's why he says there's no Tisha B'av on Shabbos. You can't have Tisha B'av on Shabbos. What Tisha B'av wants to accomplish is accomplished with Shabbos. And what that means is, is that Tisha B'av is, is a time of mourning. It's a time when we humble ourselves. We don't attend to our physical selves. We don't eat. We don't drink. We don't wash. We sit on the floor. We try to diminish our, our, our physicality as much as possible, to be as humble as possible, to accept the din of a Baruch Hu, to, uh, to recognize what he's trying to do so that it can, make, it can change us. On Shabbos, we are meant to, we can and we should accomplish that without having to do that. The Kedusha of Shabbos, the closeness of spirituality, everything physical is made spiritual so we can have such a connection to spirituality that we don't need to knock down our physicality. We can make everything spiritual through the nature of Shabbos. That's the power that Shabbos has. Shabbos, you don't need to have Tisha B'Av. You can accomplish it without Tisha B'Av. So we have a Shabbos. We have a Shabbos that Shali is Tisha B'Av. We don't need the Tisha B'Av. Tisha B'Av can't really do it. We, we, we do everything with the Kedusha of Shabbos. But then comes Matzah Shabbos, and there was actually one Tana in the Gemara, Rabbeinu HaKadosh, that held that once Tisha B'Av falls out on Shabbos, you don't do Tisha B'Av, not even on Sunday. Why? Shemesh will explain. He says, because that's it. it, was, we, did it. we did it. We, we did it with Shabbos. Now, we don't hold like that, because the Chacham, the Chacham hold not like that, and, and the reason is, he explains, is because on, when Tisha B'Av is on Matzah Shabbos, we actually can't pull Shabbos onto Matzah Shabbos. Everything that we had on Shabbos then becomes bottle. 
And on Matzah Shabbos, we have to go back to knocking down our physicality with that humility of sitting on the floor and of mourning and uh, of recognizing what we lost. And this, and this is the depth of of what this year's Tisha B'av is about. It's about understanding that contrast because that is what the Charbon Beis Hamikdash was all about. When we had a Beis Hamikdash. Every day was Shabbos, it was Yantiv, it was Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, Shavuos, Pesach, all rolled into one. The greatest aliyahs that we ever have, the greatest feeling of elevation, of holiness that we ever achieved, and all these Yom Tevim, combined it all into one moment, and the Beis HaMikdash was so much more than that. And then we have a Sunday which is totally devoid of all that. So it's that dramatic contrast that we're trying to focus on. And that's why we begin this Tisha B'av, we can't say Vihinayim, we don't say Vihinayim, and we lament the fact that we don't say Vihinayim because that is actually what the whole Kharbam was about. Have Yishayim Shabbos on one side and understand it was all that Kedusha, all that Shechina, all that blessing that's gone now because we have the Kharbam. And when we appreciate that dramatic difference, we can truly mourn and, and, and relate to what the Kharbam based Mikdash is all about. Have a Good night, a wonderful Shabbos, and have a very meaningful Tisha B'Av, meaningful fast, and may this be the final Tisha B'Av we ever have. Amen.